You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. We are the Cigar Nerds, bringing nerdy sophistication and geeky indulgence on all topics, including movies, video games, science, and pop culture news, all from the Nerd Cave Cigar Lounge. Find us on iTunes, Stitchers, Google Play, and wherever fine podcasts are found, including esonetwork.com and cigarnerdpodcast.com. So fire up a cigar. It's time to get nerdy. Hello, and welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I am your host, the Monster. Yay, and I'm here too. Mr. Gene's back. We're please, back. Please take the ball, the chain, the ball and chain off. It's starting to chafe a bit. Where do I have the ball and chain sheet that's chafing? My ankle. I, your ankle. Oh, this was not pleasant. Yeah, so for today's podcast, not that the ball and chain wasn't pleasant, but... <laughs> I bet it was more, much more uh, profitable than the ball and chain is. Talking about Picard. So before we get started on talking about Picard, we're going to do a review of Short Treks, episode one through six for season two. Now, if you've mm-hmm. listened to my podcast before, I already talked about the first two episodes, which is Q&A mm-hmm. and The Trouble with Edward. But you had not seen it at that time when it was released last year. No, because I like saving money. Right. And yet I was, in the past, willing to invest money into the CBS All Access idea because, no, you know what? The Season one of Star Trek Discovery was okay. I, I enjoyed it. It, it. it wasn't canon, but it entertained me, and it flowed. So I'm going to go with that. Then season two happened. Then I was like, no, can I, can I get my card back, please? I just don't. Ah, yes, but yes, new Trek. Isn't that important? It's all we got left because there's not going to be a Star Trek 4. And there's no Star Wars, so fuck everything. They got nothing. No Kenobi. No more <laughs> trilogies. Original character's dead. Picard's dead. Everything's Picard's dead. Picard's not dead. He's got We're all series. dead. Everything's dead. Everything's all screwed up. We are all going to die at some time in the future, Monty, but the idea the is future to enjoy is now. the present. <laughs> So going back to Short Tracks. Yes. Say uh, the name. Say the name. What episode are we talking about? Well, let's start off with the first one. Because since you got to watch everything recently. Q&A. It's, it's more fresh in your mind than it is in mine. Yes. Spock and number one. Spock. Yeah. Spock and number I, one. I, I had no problem. Q&A was cute. Yeah. I liked that it's Spock's first fucking day. He's an ensign. We've right. never seen that before. He beams on board the Enterprise and he's like, I am the shit. Right. I am awesome. I am on the Enterprise. And he is smiling. And right. I like that number one catches him. I thought it was weird that number one is looking at his own her own placement, like an yeah. ego boost. Like, my name is Una and I get to steer the ship. I'm like, <laughs> why would you need to do okay, whatever. Right. But I did enjoy that that she is militant. Right. And uh, strict. And like, you've been on this ship 37 seconds. You know, you have until I get the trouble if, to ask any questions you have. And I, I expect you to berate any crewmate that you see to annoyance. Right. And then, sure, the, the, the tropes of like, of course, the turbolift breaks down. Right. And of course, you're stuck 
with Spock on the turbo lift. And he's going to interview you with questions. And I like the whole, like, no one ever talks to elevators. Yeah. And then just let's not waste the time. Now, when you look at the trailer, it just seemed as if, like, shit, I'm stuck here with Anton Spock here, who does not shut the fuck up. But it's really her that's encouraging him well, to do this. She's the commanding. She's, she's the, the fucking commander on no, this No, I know, I know. But the trailer doesn't play like that. It, it's completely different from what the player, the episode plays. Charade and charade. Let's end this charade. <laughs> and then you watch the episode. Let's what? end this charade. What? You're like, Riker does not say charade, but he did in the next full episode. And the, and the, in yeah. the trailer, he says charade. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, it's a reference to really being... Which speaks we're, about we're super nerds, right? We're, we're, we're it, it, just, it speaks about if you are a deep Star Trek fan, especially a next generation fan, you would know that when one episode aired, in which there was a trailer for the next episode, there was a line that Riker said, Let's end this charade, which is really, when, when do you start d- delivering lines like Picard here? And then when we finally see the episode next week, he says charade. And I'm like, Come on, stop that. But again, we're just uber nerds on that respect. Yeah, we are uber nerds. Yeah. And I think we need to address that for a second. Oh, we will. We will. We will. Uh, but what I liked about this is that, like you said, we've never seen this first day for Spock. And I thought, that's the way you can write a story. Okay, by the way, spoilers, if you, you, you if you do not watch these episodes, Misha, I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, just... But I'm glad that our voices put you to sleep because we're so boring. That's Just like great. Picard. <laughs> but it's the kind of situation I'm like, yes, you can tell a story that fits within this framework that you're not worrying about fucking out the timeline like you've done with Discovery. It was it was fun. I yeah. liked it. I liked that that even though very strange, the the context of the idea of like we are so on top of our game. We're the peak. We're on the freaking Enterprise, you know? And, and the, all the questions that he asked, I liked the fact that Spock asked about, like, Captain Pike's greatest strengths. Right. He's like, this, this, and he, and this, and he likes horses. Do not say anything <laughs> bad about horses. I'm like, there's some writer out there, some, some person, like, I get it. Just don't mess right. with it. And Come. that's the kind of stuff that I... As and you as a fan get that reference, we get those appreciations. That's what we want to see more of. But sadly, we I, I, again, this is just a short track. But it was fine. I I, I liked it until yeah. <laughs> she decided to sing the Pirates of Penzance song, yeah. which I guess that it, if you are a militant uh, up overachiever that wants to succeed. You're all going to learn that song. Right. It, it, it felt weird to me, though, that, well, you don't know the context of the song. It showed up in Insurrection when Data went um, a little off kilter and Picard and Worf seemingly sang it together with the dots. Right. right. But I, I get it. Uh, that's fine. Thank you for educating me, Star Trek. And Star Trek has, you know, always had a, a little bit of foot on literature. The quote from Moby Dick, you broke your little ships. Yeah. You broke your little ships. And then Picard has this quote, right. and she's like, I, I never read that. Right. But, but a lot of it comes from the fact that we appreciate, I, I think more so with Next Generation than, than the original track, not to take anything away from the original <laughs> series, but for us, 
<laughs> we grew up with next generation being like our James Bond, so to speak, because that became endearing to us. And not that we didn't like the original series, but to me, I even always enjoyed everything about it, even Shut Up Wesley. Um, yeah, grew to be an enjoyable character. So, but with this, I, I think what Discovery did in season two, which you did not like, but I think one of the strengths we both agree is that I want to see more Captain Pike. I want to see number one and the and that Enterprise. Yeah, I, I am, would be happy with. I am sad to say this, but I will admit it. I, I, you know what, Discovery is fine, but you you gave me Captain Pike, and you you because you're reforming history as we do the show. No, I'd rather follow Captain Pike on the Enterprise right. than Discovery. Um, but again, it's not important. This is all hearsay, and we're we're going the wrong direction. The idea is to build. Right. Uh, the thing is, you have a paywall in front of this, and I, 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 I do not envy any CBS executive working for CBS All Access. How do we create excitement? Let's put it behind something that you have to pay for. No. No, it's not bad. No, it's because the just... thing is, the, the excitement builds when your fans want everything and anything that has its name on. When Next Generation came out, we had action figures, we had t-shirts, we had whatever we wanted. And now you'd be proud to wear the merch. But that... Discovery didn't catch that fire. Yeah, as I'm I... wearing a, what, disco uh... shirt? I would have worn a disco shirt. I know shirt. you would have worn a disco shirt, but I don't think you would have worn a disco shirt out in public. All right. So let's move on to Trouble with Edward. Oh, my God. This one relies on the fact that, hey, we're bringing back the Tribbles. This is kind of an so origin This is story. the guy that... That's Boss guy, Burgers. He's uh, Archer, I Arnie guess. Archer, yeah. 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 And I'm glad to see him get it work, but I'm like, all right. You are clearly incompetent. The scene where he's in his underwear. Right. And he's, I'm like, no. That. Right. That's the moment you took me out of this situation because you had, let's say, Reginald Barkley. Again, if you haven't seen these episodes, please subscribe to CBS All Access. It's $5.99 a month for with commercials or $7.99 without. But you don't have to do that. I thought that. it was 9 like 7 and 9 Whatever. It doesn't make a difference. When you see Reginald Barkley, Barkley has kind of his weird quirks. This guy is just incompetent. Right, but that's the thing. I'm like, okay, I can understand a guy like that being on the ship, whatever, but him being in the underwear, not even space underwear, like no. they did on Enterprise, you know. That's that's the kind of thing that Wait, started... the, the episode Tucker and the Right, Paul. The, 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 the long pants. We need to get these gels on ourselves. Yeah. Oh, we want those sexy bodies. Close-ups and smearing the jelly and all that fun stuff. But here, I just felt, no, don't... I, this is, I think, the beginning of the wrong direction that the short tracks are doing for this season. No, but, but the short tracks to me are, hey, if you all have Disney+, Plus, do you watch Pixar Sparks? Pixar Sparks to me are like the idea of like, we have talented people here and we can't come up with a creative idea, so let's let you create your own kid of Sparks. And I, I am fully supportive of any child any experiences you have on your own, there are the tough ways out there in the world. And I'm facing with my own mom with autism and uh, senility, and it's, it's rough. And to be able to have an outlet for that. 
and that and that's fine. But in in the realm of Star Trek, this is not like fan fiction when you do the Strange New Worlds. I'm just saying. Anthology. I'm Wait. just saying th- these these short track uh, things have just like just do what you need to do. Give us a story, and the the problem is that we've invested hundreds of thousands of dollars in this, and it's great. If it helps your child, that's amazing, and that's wonderful. But the thing is, these short track episodes are supposed to build and make people want to come back. Disney Plus has no problem with that. You can do experimental things and just, here you go, bah. But with, with something like the fledgling network of, of CBS All Access, which to my opinion is fledgling, it's the idea like, we have nothing. After. Let's spend a million dollars right. or a billion dollars on Star Trek Discovery, this idea of just rehashing Star Trek, which, again, season one was great. But subsequent seasons, and then... The Twilight Zone we have. The Twilight Zone, the name of the, of the producer. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. That, that's a lot of money you're investing in one guy's ideology to save your dream. Right, to continue is it in, in between. But, but it's, it's not enough for me to say, I'm going to not only watch that show... <laughs> But I'm going to continue watching everything else behind the paywall that I can see already on CBS. But I'm in the wrong demographic to begin with, which is the other problem. Unlike Disney Plus, in which if I feel like watching an animated movie, I have that option. If I want to see The Mandalorian, I have that option. Assume we'll see uh, MCU stuff on the Disney Plus. There's a lot more programming that will catch your attention. For Disney us, Plus though has has right, many cards, right? Whereas yeah. CBS, you're just rehashing the stuff that, again, it's not our demographic. Yeah, but I root for the underdog. The underdog no, I, is. It, I thought you're fighting for the user. Oh, I do fight for the users, but you know the idea. It, this look, it's a fledgling industry. And everyone has to grab, grab the dollars as they fall from the sky. You know, I mean, look, CBS All Access doesn't have an easy job. Disney has more, and they got Fox. So going back to trouble with Edward, the whole problem that I had is the whole triple shit, which is ridiculous. It was it's, a... It, it, I, I, I hate to say they do this. They're experimenting with Star Trek. Right. Just like with, with like... Ryan Jameson, like just take the Star Trek universe and when a Star Wars universe, excuse me, in any way that you want, it's not, it doesn't work that way. If it's a beloved franchise, it should be respected. And you should have meetings with just people that understand and like, let's not go too far. Right. And what goes too far, aside from the underwear bit, is the little commercial at the end. Of the damn, I didn't even track. see that. You had to tell me about that. I'm like, right? Wait, what happens at the end of it? Right. Gee, just go back and watch it. I'm like, wait, do I need alcohol? No, but you should because I... it's it's got awful. The problem lies is that we talked about Batman can be done very serious, very dark, but there's also another side of Batman in which it can be comical and very campy. Parody is earned. Right. If you, if someone else likes you enough to parody you, that's great. But but if you parody yourself, yourself that's try the and get that's the problem. Exactly. Views? No, you don't do that. Right. You do not do that to yourself like that. But yeah. And that's where it's like, 
you're shooting yourself in your foot to make a fake ass commercial about triple cereal. Like that's funny. No. No. Look, we we need to work through our way through these short tracks. Yes, we do. Because the idea is this. They I watched the short tracks in between with, with, with a friend of mine. And the thing is, the Picard thing is, look, the idea is get a congruent narrative. The congruent narrative thing is engaging. And do not disrespect the past. But the thing is, as you try to grow to reach out to get new viewers, which I understand why you're doing that, you can't break the the paradigm that you have currently in front of you. Right. And that's which what this does right. clearly because they're just they just they just want popularity. They need to be current, a concurrent. Right. I understand how important that is to you. But wow, these short track things were they were frustrating to get through. And again, yes, I will admit that Monty McGum Monster and I are super fans. And you can be super fans because, you know, we nitpick. We do. But the thing is, when you watch a story and it's not congruent and it doesn't have narrative future and it's not satisfying, when you break the rules that previous things have stipulated as fact, it's, it's frustrating and, and a little painful for people like you and I, I think. Right. But on that same token, because you know we've had issues with Star Wars recently, yes, how things are, and been... we have an idea. I have an idea that we're going to try in the near future, right? That I think hopefully we'll revitalize that because I want to love Star Wars right. and be happy about it. It's a dark; these are dark times. Oh gosh, the monologue, the the opening crawl for Empire Strikes Back. What is it? The Dutch speak. Wrong one. No, bad. <laughs> Uh, just my setup is gone now. Thanks. We're, we're super nerds, but not super super nerds. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, yes, we are. Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, but like going back to the thing with uh, JJ and making the Trouble Blood be the super blood to, to bring back James Kirk and Into Darkness back from the dead is bullshit. So it goes along that way of. I have no problems if you're trying to introduce something new that we've never seen before, a new point of view. But like with trouble with Edward, the whole aspect of the Tribbles being that, oh, we'll just beam it onto the Klingons. And that's how they started the whole thing against the Tribbles. Eh, it, it doesn't work in, in that sense. I honestly think this. I think that, you know, when you're trying to build a timeless ideology with science fiction when you're trying to break new ground. Right. George Lucas had that in spades. Even though we, you know, again, you you created and you wrote and you directed episode four, the original Star Trek, uh, Star Wars, excuse me. Sorry, Star Wars. In 1977, that was groundbreaking because it was original and it came from the heart. It was a world that opened up new territories for science fiction. And that was great. The thing is, when you try to replicate that, when you try to recreate lighting in a bottle, if that's your goal, stop. Lighting in a bottle cannot be created like that. Right. It has to be organic. It has to come from the heart. And do not try to replicate ideas 
you've seen work before because it never ends well. But we've seen um, Dave Filoni, for example, also be a talented storyteller that is under the tut- uh, not tutelage, yeah, tutelage of, of George Lucas. So, granted, he is not like in any power of he's going to be the next director for but Star Wars. Dave Filoni oddly directed a whole bunch of the Clone Wars episodes. Right. And they're fantastic. So that's where you have to have someone who cares about the project itself. Never once do I feel like Alex Kurtzman is in charge of a creative force. It's been a mess across the board. And there are moments in which I understand what he's going with, but the execution of it is all garbage. The problem you have with Star Trek is that they they have watched the mistakes of Kathleen Kennedy and how difficult that's been. The fact that the Obi-Wan series has to go on hold. Right. That's it. That's your nail in the coffin, Kathleen Kennedy. You fucked this up. Right. Even though you, Star Wars made a billion dollars, that's not the that's not the issue. The idea is you want to be beloved. You right. want people coming back. And although there's a small majority of people that understood and liked Rise of Skywalker. Right. And I am kind of among them if I don't have to pay for it because it's not bad. I always want to be... But it's, it's not a Star Wars movie. But I just want to be... Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not Star Wars. It doesn't build on the mythos. It doesn't care about the characters. It's not legendary. It's not iconic. But that's fine because it's been 47 years. I get it. Right. You're going to run out of fuel. But with Star Trek... What they're doing is they're like, okay, let's not make that mistake. So let's get all the executive producers. Let's uh, too many. We have five on this show. Where I think it was seven on Discovery. Again, too many executive producers. And but the weird thing is, it's a wild card situation because they're like, well, let's bring Patrick Stewart in. Um, the only way Patrick's going to come back is if he can dictate some ideas about storyline, and that's okay ish if he can tell stories the fact that that he he directed that he didn't write that i know but still it's just like hey let's do i'll have shatner direct you know star trek 5 after leonard nimoy sure i apologize we are super nerdy here but the fact that you let a talent into the creative field but the thing is that he's played that character for what over over 10 years over 12 years, whatever, however long he's played, he knows that character. Right. And, right. and because of that, he's become part of that character. So, of course, if he wants to say something, sure, take notes. Right. But don't let it run the story, which I don't know. When I watched that first episode of Picard, not to get there too soon, I was like, oh, okay. Right. But, but let's finish but, yeah. short But tracks. like with short tracks here, we do get one, in, which is the last one, that kind of ties into. Uh, Which we, uh, we were not warned about. Right. Wouldn't it be nice to have a dampener or a diaper like, and now in this timeline? Because right. I'm like, because, all yeah, right. we're, yeah we'll, we'll get there in a second, but that's that's the weird thing. But real quick, uh, Ask Not is the third one. Ask Not is the episode in which we got this prisoner here. We want you to watch this guy. That was interesting. I I... Didn't mind it. I knew immediately exactly that it's a Starfleet training psychological test yeah. from like the time with Wesley right, and that situation. situation. Immediately, I knew that. Right. I, I, and I didn't mind it. Like, Your husband was on that. Blah blah blah. I'm like, all right. I'll remember you. 
You wanted the Enterprise. You're hun- it wasn't bad. It no, wasn't no. the worst thing. Again, I'm in there because Pike's in there. And I'm watching this because he's like, I, what the hell's going on? I knew it was kind of like on that kind of level. But because it's Pike, I'm already fucking invested in. I, I loved, and I was thrown back, like, why would the captain of the Enterprise fucking take right. the time to do this? But it worked for me because Spike, uh, Pike, during the uh, Spike, Spike, Bobby. Uh, during that first <laughs> that that the season of, of of Discovery when he was in, I'm like, you know, I believe in him. I would stand by him. I I enjoyed the portrayal that the actor's name I don't remember right now. He yeah. did it great. He's very compassionate, very kind, very understanding, and it even goes back to the Q and A episode, like. He'll listen to you, and then he'll change his opinion. It's great. Yeah, and I I had no problem believing that. No, if if I'm a captain of this ship, I would take a time out of my schedule to help a new potential recruit into the situation. But I'm like, okay, but then you're never getting anything done. But fine, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's an overachiever. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. But again, these are about. Pike's crew, because we have two episodes, episode one and three. The second episode, I don't know who that's referring to, but so far the short tracks ties in nothing to Discovery whatsoever. Whereas the first season, everything that we saw led into, except for the last one with Harry Mudd, led into an episode down the road. So after Ask Not, we go into the next one, which is Ephraim and Dot. Oh my God. Which is an, an animated weird story about a tardigrade who was looking to lay some eggs and that for some reason the Enterprise suddenly has this automated system liking Wally that cleans up after and, and, and obsesses about it for over what 20 years which is the weirdest part because he is able uh, the, the tardigrade Ephraim is able to lay the eggs in engineering the old style engineering room, but yet it's chasing it through the years. Right, which tardigrades can do. So but, I don't have a problem with it. But the fact that Dot, whatever that thing is, follows it through time. Right. Doesn't rust away, doesn't get replaced. But to add more insult to injury is that the Enterprise also is changing through the storyline, which is like, wait a minute, if you're doing a retrofit those eggs would have been, and again, I'm being way too analytical here, but you would have found those eggs and done something about them. So awesome. it's ridiculous that it, that's even still happening. Okay, but the telegram may be at a time phase. I don't know. But it doesn't make a difference because the, the problem lies that, that those eggs would not be there. If the maintenance crews did their fucking job. Right, right. All the way to the end of Star Trek Three, when the Enterprise is blown up. Which was cool. I like that. Look, my friend, coworker, like, What's going on? I'm like this is this is the end of Star Trek Three, <laughs> right? Whereas the first Enterprise that we see is with Khan, a scene out of from sickbay from the original Trek. So wait a minute, are you what version are you fucking doing of Star Trek? The 2011 Into Darkness? No, you're talking about the original I, stuff. The problem with this that I had was that you, the creators, let this happen. Yes. You shouldn't let this happen. If you're going to, I mean, if you respect what you're doing, if you understand the continuity of what you're going with, don't do this. 
Right. And it's, yet, it's a lower it's, price. It's, but it's meant as a time capsule. Uh, I think through time, but yet. Okay. So you expect me to believe that. Yeah, I, I will accept the tardigrade. Right. But I will not accept the fact that there's this maintenance robot. Right. That freaking cleans things up we've never seen before. Or security. It's a freaking. Yeah. It's a Disney Wally reference right. that just. I'm out here to do my job and clean things. Clean. No, and that's not going to be maintenance. Right. It's not going to be updated. Right. Or as the draw of the drones that we see in Star Trek Discovery, like when the hell did this ever happen? But I will give them this: if you use your imagination, the problem is if you let me use my imagination and allow this to happen, then it's no longer science fiction to me. Right. It's not it, even. It's that. not based. I mean, look, you 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 didn't have these before. Where did this come from? I, and I, I, this is why I kind of understand your frustration, right. Monster, with the whole Discovery Season 1 thing. Like They didn't fucking have holograms back then. They don't have fucking, you know, simulations like that. Right. That happened in next gen. But we have them now. I'm like, I understand your frustration with that. And this pissed me off towards that. I'm like... Yeah, and I warned you. That <laughs> did you warn well, me? What yeah, you I said, you're going to hate this. Like, a lot. And it, it's but there's a there's a Sulu there's an Asian character yeah and then I'm like wait a minute oh there's Abraham Lincoln and I'm like oh yeah, the a, Abraham Lincoln uh, thing was like <laughs> oh my god the hand could you not and I'm like pick going, a worse I mean yeah, yeah they're iconic moments in Star Trek if you were still watching which by this time you really have to be a diehard fan to understand this and yet if you're a diehard fan you're offended by this I think. It, it was neither cute nor adorable. Whatsoever. Sadly, what they were going for. Yeah. But they, I think they let go of continuity. Again, I don't know who's doing this. I think they were just like, who has an idea? Like, I have this go. idea. What's the idea? Tell me the storyline. This, this, and this happens. Like, all right, go with it. Yeah. Here's some money. Okay, whatever. Because you have to build short tracks. The idea behind short tracks was. It's a moneymaker. It's a tease. Right. It was a tease to try to get Netflix to bite. Right. But Netflix took a loss on Discovery. They're like, no, we don't want that. $2 million? No. $1 million? No. $500,000? Eh? What, no. What if we blew you? No. <laughs> what, if, what if I do this? <laughs> Gene last, removes the, last move, let's get out of here, hands and knees. No. Let me show you what you can do. But the problem lies is that it's an animated short it's trying to be not disney-esque or pixar-esque it's just it's the weird tone that drinking (laughs) it's the weird tone that the short trek is taking that it's not known for star trek look animated tv series was fantastic on its own on its own and the graphics on on ephraim are great right but the problem is your narrative is terrible. Right. Your story is, I get that you want to take us through a tour of the history of the Star Trek Enterprise, and you're picking your own iconic moments, and that's fine. But the problem is you're making us focus on characters that could not exist. Right. And even if I, if I had the whimsy to like, yeah, that's fine, Star Trek wasn't like that. It's not a fucking Disney cartoon. Which is what we're going to get into, I think, uh, Lower Decks is animated. If I'm not mistaken, kind of going in that kind of direction. Do you really want to start that? that no, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking if that's what they want to do, that that's what they're setting up. But the way things are going, 
I, think we're going I to get refuse that. to say anything about something I haven't seen now. No, but it's animated, is what I'm saying. I know. And right. uh, the animated stuff on this, because, okay, let's finish our comments on Efren Dot and then go to the next one, because that was also animated. Right. This one is the girl who made the stars. This is the kind of discovery connected because it's Michael Burnham, a very young Michael Burnham. Before her parents were killed. Before her parents were killed. Or before her mom disappears forever. A thousand years in the future. Um, I forget why she gets scared or something, but she is holding Ephraim, a stuffed Ephraim. We got that too. Yeah, so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, you don't have the Las Vegas thing anymore. You're not going to sell that. Right, it's not going to be a thing. thing Look, for a series like this to work, you have to sell toys. It just it's some revenue, it's twenty dollars a figure, it can help. Right. This is not Baby Yoda. Stop making Yo- Ephraim a baby Yoda. It's not. Misha, I happen. know you like Baby Yoda. <laughs> and stop sending me the memes. I get it. Send him Ephraim memes. You know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that will help curtail. Uh so the dad tells a story about how this little girl who the elders. It's the first Slayer. It's the first Slayer the story. Slayer. <laughs> uh, and how there the, were no stars. There was just darkness. I'm like, yeah. Right, right, right. And I'm like, okay. I don't know how this is going to be connected to uh, Burnham in the future, unless that somehow she tells a story in which there are no fucking stars. Wherever she's filming Space Jam Two right now, I think. I don't know. Whatever it doesn't make a difference. So. Here, I was just like, again, with the animated short, I really didn't care about the story because it didn't feel like it was connected to anything. It wasn't connected. It doesn't matter. No, but that's the problem is that you set up, except again. It takes place too early for anyone to care about it. It doesn't change the timeline. It's not narratively important to the whole story. It's just backstory if you're interested. Right. Toy Story 4. Who gives a fuck? It's the problem. Right, if I'm paying for this and I don't give a fuck about this, that's the problem. At least I will give Discovery Short Truck Season One, like they okay. fit, they use it, and like this the three thousand guy that's coming up in season three. Right, Calypso, the, 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 fantastic. Yeah. Everything there is set up for second season. Feedback, right? So coming it, back to you, it's, it's all coming back to you. It, it's the boomerang. It's perfect. As best as Discovery can be, that's what you need to do. But here, nothing is connecting to Discovery whatsoever. So, again, we have a young Michael Berta. I'm like, and nothing. It doesn't connect to Discovery so far. And then we run into the last episode. I'm sorry. We're going to do the home, home, uh, the the Jim Sharman thing. Yeah, fuck. Never mind. Never mind. Take two. So, going now to Children of Mars. This is a Peter Gabriel video, right? It's I. I don't know what the fuck this was. I knew who the singer was. It was. Is it's a public I, I service announcement? I know what timeline we're in? I'm like, oh, okay. Then the, the, the Utopia Planitia thing starts blowing up. I'm like, I get it. All right, this is a car timeline. Y- even then, I was just like, what the hell is this shit all about? Tragedy brings people together. I know. I understand. Like 9/11. I'm like, uh. but were they in the museum or are they in school? 
where the fuck was the school? Because uh, like the mom, I've never seen more irresponsible principaling than that. Yeah. Okay, you just fought and kicked the shit out of each other. Sit next. How to How long other. does it take for someone to come in and break up the fight? A long time. Like they get off a couple of good blows, and I'm like, I'm sure someone break out the little. 24th century phones and breaking on recordings on yeah, space security. YouTube. I mean, I get kids will be kids, but oh my God. They're, they're really going at it. So, all right, whatever. And then, it, it, again, what throws me off is that, is this taking place in a museum? Because there's a, an image of Picard we see. I don't Let's know if it was a newscast. Timeline. Like, there's this is what we're doing. Um, live, because I, again, I wasn't sure if there was like a school trip that just went to the museum and they're talking about what happened before. Pretty sure that's where they go to school. Okay, it, again, out of context, I had no idea what the fuck it was going on or what it was trying to say. Other than, is this a fucking music video that I'm watching? Because that's what it felt like, and it was weird. CBS, I'll ask if, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not. Please stop <laughs> yeah. doing short track videos. You are not helping your cause. Or short track music videos. Again, experimental things. I, I, I am all for exploration as long as you move the narrative forward. Yeah. Again, this is a side story. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't feed in. You want to feed me in, bring the old legendary characters back. Right. Bring back Jordy. Bring back Data or Mochi's well, in the episode. Ish. Ish. Bring back Worf. Captain Worf. Captain He'll do Worf. anything. <laughs> Riker on Titan. Why not? You know. Did you read any Titan books? No, I've been. I've always wanted to get into Titan, but one of the things that I've always felt, going back to Next Generation, is that all we knew was just the original series. We knew now Next Generation, and I always felt that that universe could always be expanded to talk about. Other ships and other crews that were not called the Enterprise, or you could do that, but right. Again, so, like he, again, Peter David had a great Excalibur series exactly. that I loved. Right. Oh my God, I loved that, and I can't believe I saw him at the Dragon Con two or three years ago, and I didn't I know, say he anything to him. Shape too, but and I had a book on me, and I didn't realize. I'm like, he looks so sad. And you're like, oh. didn't talk to him. I'm like, I don't have anything. And I did. I had a book on me, but I just. Didn't but health wise, you know, he was going through a lot. He is going through a yeah. lot. Uh, but I loved his ideas that he can uh, take these minor characters from other, like uh, Dr. Sela mm-hmm. from Solar. Uh, Solar. From a couple episodes that we saw in Next Generation. And she becomes a, a primary member yeah. of the, the Excalibur crew and, and potentially has a, a, a lesbian relationship, yeah. potentially, with a bisexual person. That was great. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, you can do this. You can play with that universe in, in such a way that you're not tapping in or you're not breaking into anything that's already been established because that's the things that the writers are talking about. It's like, how can we write about something that happens before when we have all this history to deal with and not fuck with it? I don't know. I, I think that, that uh, Star Trek is, uh, is dated. It's dated. The episode where, uh, I can't remember the name, but Beverly Crusher falls in love with the Trill. Do you know the name of the episode off the top of your head? Uh, no. But I know what he's talking about. But the thing is that, you know, he dies, the, the body dies, they put in a Riker, 
Bradley Crusher and Riker kiss because it's the same essence. Right. But then the time was too early because she transfers to a woman. Right. And she's like, yeah, that's it. We're, we're done. We can't go any further. In current times, it'd be like, that's awesome. Yeah. It doesn't well, matter. But in fairness, DS9 moved the ball forward. Yes. So they, that's, that's Again, fine. Again, Star Trek breaks the boundaries. The first interracial kiss. Right. And it, it's got things. That's great. But that would have been timely. But Yeah. And again, Next Generation is great because it it was the I think it was a very strong sci-fi respected uh, show to really break ground with sci-fi tropes and ideologies back then, but it didn't yeah. break through the barriers. That lesbian kiss or that bisexual kiss would have been great. Didn't do that because it's not time yet. Right. Then ten years later or so, Obama's like, I approve of same-sex marriages. Then it's fine, right? Because then it's it's but. We are victims of the times that we're in. They're just actors playing their roles. But but even then, we look towards Star Trek to kind of tell stories of our time to kind of reflect society. And it's always kind of done something like that throughout the ages. The problem lies that I felt, in even in my frustration, is that what did Discovery do that mirrored or resonated to me in the exact same way. They didn't. They didn't have to, in my opinion. Again, Search and Discover for me was simply entertainment. For the first time in a long time, I paid something, five ninety nine a month, whatever, and I got cinematic effects right. with a cognitive storyline and a narrative that I enjoyed with characters I cared about. Again, Saru, Tilly, you know... These are fine characters. That 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 the that and, other guy. And it moved. Yeah, Ash. <laughs> Ash. Uh, fuck him. They did. I she hate did. him. I don't know. Uh, Stamets. But to, to move it forward to a point where, like, it's fine. Again, a homosexual relationship on the end and uh, discovery is fine. Right, but we don't need current. to see that big ass shot. At the... That was season, season two. two. I'm not talking about season two. <laughs> talking about season one. But you know, you ask for it. That's what you're gonna get. Ass shot, season two. Look again. I, I I thought it was grumpy. You got you got you got you got Klingon boobies. Yeah, which I was like, oh, is this the thing they're gonna go and talk about? You got cursing, and I I I, I had no problem with Discovery season one. I enjoyed it. I'm fully on board with that because even though it wasn't canon, I don't care about it. You're entertaining the shit out of me right now. Well, I'm very happy with it. I, again, I think you had the I. You had the ideas. It's just the execution of it that just didn't sell me. Because you had, and I mentioned this before, I'm not going to go into the details, but you had, uh, for me, issues in which you had to bring about why this look more advanced than what's going to happen 10 years. Oh and my it, God, would you let go of that? No, which is, stop. What I said is that these were issues that I had for me that stopped me from liking the show, right? The last shot in... Season one, you see an updated Enterprise. Alex Cartman says, we're updating everything. I want everything to look like the movies. Fine. You update them with holograms that didn't happen before. You buy into what they're doing. So, like I said, I had a problem of like, this is too close to the canon. What did they do in season two at the end? Move it all to the future. Leave it all blank so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay? What? So, they've done things... That I've had problems with, kind of in the right direction. Not that it's been like the greatest because season two has but been. Season two is ruined because they try to pe- try to please 
people that were like canonists, like yourself. Like, Which Pike? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't figure in. But the thing is that that Pike's performance on that was amazing. Right, and that's I couldn't the, believe that's, that's the that one they went cool back things. to the the freaking the original pilot that didn't air. They showed clips of. Right. You know that was oh my god! Your fan service is great. But I would have gone one step further, not to replace Jeffrey Hunter, but I would have refilmed those just to kind of keep it. The show's called Discovery, not the freaking... Uh, no, but it's all, literally, it's all about Pike, season two. Pike, to me, steals the Pike scene. Pike is the captain, right. which is the point, So but... I have more um, reference for a character that I do like as opposed to Burnham, which I don't care. I don't have any connection whatsoever to I, her. I like Burnham. Saru, I w- yes. Burnham, eh, not so much. Why? Because you can't relate to this character? No, I love, Sar- I love Saru characters. more than I love Burnham. Look, I don't have a problem with the fact that Burnham is female, that she's That's African-American. Nope. I have no problem with that. She's just a character, a person going through tough times and situations. I have no problem with that. No, I just don't like her character at all. It has nothing to do with her sex and her gender or her, her race. It has nothing to do with it. She's just a poorly written character. I That's a problem. I disagree. I think she's fine. The fact that they give her a pass, the fact that she has a bond with, uh, with Sarek, the fact that Sarek picked wrong. <laughs> They're like, look, they said Spock or you. I picked Spock. And I was wrong with that. And even the relationship with Spock coming back, like, you know... It, I, Oh my God, Spock! You're dyslexic. You have a situation that was fun. I like that, but it, the thing is, it's not. It didn't feel great getting to that point. It's right. like, and then this unpleasantness happened. You're like, okay, I'll open that box, but tentatively, it's it's all right. But I don't. Know, it's it's hard to embrace this because it's not. It didn't feel right. I'll give you that. It didn't feel natural. Like right. We should have learned this in the movies. You know, it's on TV. You're paying five ninety nine for the same thing. But I, I get it. I get the the break. So when we move on to, hey, we're going to get a Picard series or Mister Pickard. We are. We were kind of a little hesitant. Yeah. Since when he made that announcement, Picard is back. No, Jean Luc is back. I'm like, okay. Are you sure about that? Uh, anyone else coming back? Let Let's start off with this. You saw Picard first, and you spoke to me. It's like, fuck this show. There was no fucking reason for this show. And I'm like, I've never heard you be that adamant about a show after one episode. Seriously? Yeah. Even I fucking hated Discovery. And I'm like, I was willing to give it a chance. You're just like, fuck this. I'm done after this one episode. Canceling my subscription. <laughs> Watch your short treks as you can. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. canceling it tomorrow. And we watched this again before we did this podcast. Yes, we did. And did your opinion change about the card? <sighs> <laughs> I honestly feel monster that the uh, way i feel about this is look because i i was no cancel 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 then i woke up uh i guess friday morning or saturday morning and i was right. like i remember read a, 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 an entertainment weekly article about it i'm like yeah maybe i'm being unfair yeah because i've read a lot of reviews but People that's the thing positive. you read reviews 
A lot of well, okay. The the idea should be you make your own opinion. Do not be affected by social media and whatever. No, no, no. It's not that. But you want to, and this is again going back to our situation, because we're being very hardcore as our as we are with our opinions with shit. Is it that because we are so hardcore that we have such a high standard that a show like this may not live to our expectation because we've seen better shit? It doesn't matter if you meet your expectations. The problem is it's still something that's in our heart. Again, the, the TOS, the original series, is not my Star Trek. Right. Next Generation is my Star Trek. Right, it's our Star that's Trek. That's the next generation right. I got to grow up with. And I, I, I have fun memories of that. And that's why I think they pulled it. That's why they went to Patrick Stewart and like, hey, you want to come back? He's like, no. You know, but you'll be invited to the writer's room. Right. They did everything to lure him in and give him kind of, not necessarily carte blanche, but to him to have a greater role in the, the creation of the series. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Look, the fact of the matter is, I look at it like this now. Currently, let it go. I, I, I. When I went to see Rise of Skywalker, all I said, when when the, the rolling credits started, the Lucas Arts thing showed up. I'm like, just entertain me. And the thing is that I, I had been tainted by the reviews of it. Right. I watched not the spoiler reviews, but like it sucks, it's bad. I'm like, all right, I get that. But the things that that skewed my opinion. Uh-huh. A little bit. I knew to be disappointed, and yet that's not how this should be. You should go with open eyes. I knew nothing about Picard when I started watching it. Right. I hadn't seen any reviews. I watched it raw, and at the end of it, I was like, the narrative doesn't make sense. A lot of it does not make sense, so we'll get into the details. But I will say this. When you look at the first episode, you're supposed to be left with this feeling of, oh my God, I cannot wait to see episode two. The big reveal at the very end where, again, sorry, spoilers if you've not been watching episode one of Picard, but they're on a Borg ship. That the Romulans somehow are reverse engineering a Borg cube. So... You no, they're not. I think that's been established, I right? Been so that that's the years. thing in the trailers. You see that already, and so there's no big surprise uh, for me. So I'm like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, no, I saw this coming. So there was nothing to kind of get my my attention for the next episode. The weird thing for me is that my sister had asked me, like, would I like Picard? I was like, you haven't seen Nemesis. You have no idea about anything. No, because you need that background material. Especially a lot of it de- dealing with data. With data, right, which, which is what this is all about. Right. Picard feels guilty about the death of data. He dreams about him. He doesn't give a fuck about B4. Or no, <laughs> Riker. Or he's not fantasizing about his counselor. Right. I, I don't know. I, 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 I respect this universe, though. That's the thing. I'm very hesitant to any flack this universe. Right. Because this is... My universe that I like, this is, it taught me more about sci-fi. It taught you to read books, Monty. No, it did. Star Trek you know, Next I, Generation I, I remember books. I listened to you. Got me. I heard that. I yeah. got it. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's pivotal in our lives. Right. And it, go back to our, our thing with when we watched The Ready Room, the one with Will Wheaton. 
talking, and they talked about, and Will was talking about how I didn't want to disappoint Picard, uh, Picard, uh, step by Patrick Stewart because he kind of ups the game, and you want to do your best, and he felt like other people would also do that from the director to the writer. So you would think with that that they would kind of up their game. I didn't feel like at least initially at this first episode, like that was the thing that I'm like, it was worth it. That's work. that's the weird thing about this. And I'm not going off the point here, but I just recently caught up to the last episode of Lost in Space Season 2. Yay! Look at you! Since we last talked in, over the, for the New Year's. I'm more enamored with the writing, the stories, the, the story arc played throughout the, the whole series as opposed to what Discovery has done to date and this first episode for Picard and I'm not saying the two are identical but you can see that there's a difference in which it grabs your attention and you want to have more I've never felt in this episode I, I had any inclination to say oh my god I thank god that we have this series now I can't wait to see more I've never felt that the, tw- the two moments that I've watched this, it's gotten even worse. <laughs> not as bad as you fuck this. I'm not watching this again. I never felt no. uh, as like engaged, not to use his word, but I never felt engaged with this series. Now, having said that, Picard, Patrick Stewart himself, like we said, he can read the phone book and that's entertainment. I wish he did read the phone book because that would have been more entertainment. But at least the moments that he had on screen, that's where I'm like, I could watch that. Monster, I will say this. and It's very simple. It's very pure. The idea behind any genre of any show you watch should be entertained and if you can't inform. The idea is, you know, I, I think that Star Trek is filled with literary references, Moby Dick, you know, uh, Tell Two Cities, thank you for that copy of that. Yeah. Many years ago, I loved that. It was very fun. Uh, again, Monster gave me a copy of Tell Two, Two Cities recently. I'm like, what, what is this? Best of time is the worst time. First line of the book. That's great. The idea, though, of any genre is to make you interested and should be, I think, make you want more, to inspire curiosity, right. to, to make you realize... The world is bigger out there. Dunkirk. I completely missed that reference. I saw the movie, yeah. but I know nothing about what that means. But with that one word, there is that, that weight. It, it's a moment in Picard where... That, right. Yeah. He has an interview. And he equates uh, the, 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 the mission that he had to do with Romulus was equated to Dunkirk. But the thing of it is... That sci-fi, that genre movies that are, they're supposed to succeed, they should make the audience do research. Right. In my opinion, it's not it's not just entertaining you, but to inform and educate and spark the imagination. Right. And if you pick up a book, like again, uh, Star Trek is full of these things. Well, the Moby Dick thing. Pick up Moby Dick. I don't recommend it. It's not easy to get through. I've read it. Three times, I think, at this point. It's full of symbolism, and I get it. And you can quote it, and maybe I'll get it. Maybe. Well, don't watch Thoughts of Space, because they spoil it. <laughs> in season one, what the ending is. We know how it ends. Fish fillets. 
filet fish sandwiches. You like filet mm. fish sandwiches? Because you're going to get a lot of them. I don't know. I, I love the idea of science fiction because it, it sparks imagination. And the idea with imagination is it should spark original ideas inside of you. The idea is like, you know, we, we've reined this template out. And we've gone this way, but you can go somewhere else. Right. And here's... What if you turned left? You know, yeah. it's the idea. Right. But here's the problem. It's not a noble thing, yes. We're uber dorks. Not everybody are like us would want to take that extra step. They would just want to be entertained on a very simple, basic level. That's the problem that I have. I've seen, let me put it this way. The initial couple of seasons of Star Trek Deep Space Nine was hard to get through because it was just like, eh, it's not grabbing my attention, it's not going anywhere. Until, literally, Cisco shaves his head, he gets the fucking goatee, he gets the ship, you bring on Klingons, you tell better stories. That last half of the series run is fantastic storytelling. Discovery did something interesting with bringing on Pike, and we've seen you know, more about that character, but that's just a character, not about the series overall. And with Pike, not Pike, with Picard, even after just one episode, I don't feel we're going to get that level of the stuff that we want that would feed our souls. We'll just get a very basic, all right, here's a show, enjoy. And that's about it. Yeah, but my the thing is, in my mind, I realized, because again, saw the first episode of Picard the first time, thought, no, I'm not giving you any more fucking money. Because money is precious, and my time is precious, right. as is yours. But watching it and reading, the again, an ET article, that was just, it's bathroom read, whatever. Um, maybe it deserves a second chance. Well, we're just one episode in. And it, it does tell a compelling, compelling story. Watching it the second time with you tonight, I realized, oh, it's a Cagney and Lacey kind of thing. It's, it's not going to be solved right away. It's just a weird shift of the genre, though, because it's not what I expected from this. No, no, and that's the thing. Like, I would compare this to when you have the Star Wars trilogy, trilogies and you have the Star Wars stories separate, like Rogue One, and you have Solo, you can tell genre stories like that that are not part of the structure. I have no problems if Picard does stuff like that. I don't see right off the bat this whole thing with Dodge and her twin sister being that compelling. I, I hate the fact that right off the bat when you look at Dodge and her boyfriend being killed right off the bat, that you have assassins going after her and doing the stupidest thing, like, is she activated? No. Let's wait a couple of seconds so she can activate, and then they get the hell, uh, their ass kicked and beat and killed. And then she goes finds Picard, because she finds it in some kind of news clip while live from the interview, whatever that is going on. And somehow, boom, she magically appears in the, in the vineyard, and she wants to see help from him but then the next day oh where the hell she go she's disappeared moments later we see that scene take place 
where she's on the run. She's calling her mom, and I'm like, I was just there. I didn't want to endanger Park Hart whatsoever. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm missing something from this scene because that's the whole catalyst of why Picard is being involved in all this is because he, there's a connection from her to Data being the first daughter. Supposedly, that's not the case. What happened to Lal? Again, because we know the history of Next Generation, nothing mentioned about Lal, the first daughter that Data created. Absolutely nothing. So when you have that history, it bugs us. Whereas someone who doesn't know anything about Next Generation, no, that's Data's daughter, I guess. Whatever. And you run with it. Fuck no. So because we know things... That's the problem that I have right now with that storyline. It doesn't work in that level. I understand what you're saying, but I don't know, Monty. The idea, the, oh God, they're all working to entertain you, you know? But not on my level. That's the problem. The problem is they're dealing with multi-levels. They, they may need to dumb this down for audiences. Again, Picard, my sister asked me, I know. do I like this show? No. You wouldn't understand what's going on. Right, and that's the problem. Because you have to have the backstory. Right. But that's the problem that I already have, the fact that you kind of disregard what has already been established. That's the problem. So if this is a catalyst, I really don't care about the story if that follows. No, but the card was designed to bring bring the, the viewers of Next Generation back. Which I think it's done a pretty good job overall, I think. Again, it's a very... As you pointed out, this is a little bit... And I didn't think about it at first, but it's a little bit more data-centric than initially that I first watched. Data is the whole core of this. Right. So Card feels such, guilty about the death. And the, the cool thing is that we get to see Riker, we get to see Troy. Not yet. And then there's going to be this weird Borg thing that you're like, wait, what? The Borg and Ramen are... Right, a but confabbing, that's but again, we're we're kind of we've never seen that before. Okay. But putting that aside, the goal is yeah, you want to give kind of the remix of this new thing that of our old characters now in this new setting, new situation to deal with, that's great. But the problem lies what you set up in the first episode doesn't seem like it's a great launching pad. That's the problem. That's the problem I have. Because you knew when I saw Picard, moments after, like, fuck this, cancel, cancel. But now I'm like... Fine. There's nothing else up. I'm I'm watching Sequest. I don't don't care. (laughs) That's my line. Like you and Sequest. Again, I asked you once, you were watching Sequest dedicatedly. Fine, you came into your house and you get points for turning on Blade Runner. That's great. The soundtrack, that was great. But then you watch Sequest. I'm like, why are you watching Sequest? And then I found three seashells in your bathroom. I'm like, I get this. Right. Came out. You understood then that we were friends for life. Because no one understood the three seashells. No, but you did laugh through the door, with the boat door and I heard you laughing. I'm like, aha, he got it. He got the bar from <laughs> So that's where I'm like, I, I love this guy. But the problem lies again. We're frustrated with the things that we've been watching lately that does not live our, up to our expectations. There's and no... again, but it goes back to us being super critical 
because we have all this information, we have all this history, we have years of passion behind these characters and storylines that we know. And then this new stuff, we're supposed to kind of accept the way things are. And like, I'm all for embracing new stuff, which you have yet to see season two of the Orville. It is so much better than Discovery. You hear this? No, I can't hear that, for you? Gene. I don't read sign language. But I would say Orville is still fantastic compared to Discovery. The problem lies... Fuck you. Because it's a clean slate, and I'm happy with that. Whereas you have a heavier lifting duty to fans like us... Write your comments in this... We're debating. No, one, no one writes comments, Misha, about, <laughs> <laughs> about our stuff. But the problem lies is that, again, it's going to be very hard to please us um, because we are such diehard fans. Whereas... Are we, are we too hard on shows? Do you that's think? what I'm talking about. I think we may be too hard on it, but like we had to rein it back. But like, we can't help it. We're, we're, we're pushed to this degree. Right. We love these franchises so much. Again, the, the, the Rise of Skywalker thing that we did. The dead speak. No, I just... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's rough because the franchises are failing us because the creative people behind it don't care or don't understand the flow that we're in. Right. Whereas... You, you, you originally created something amazing. Right. Whereas Lost in Space, because, uh, because of you, got me back into that. I really loved the fuck out of that show because, like you said... There's science involved in this shit. And we talked about this also, that in season two, uh, Maureen has this moment of, she has to make calculations. And it's like, you want to put the ship at its risk? No, it's not. It's called math. And it's a much better scene than fucking Tilly did in season one, right? Mm. If I'm not mistaken. Or is it season two? No, season two. two. Season two is the math thing. It's power of math, people. Fuck that. Maureen was fucking killing it. That is something I buy more than I did with Tilly. And the whole thing, like, you want to go ahead and you want to show nudity. You want to go ahead and say, drop the F-bomb. Do it because it works for the story. Don't do it so it's for the shock value. Because her dropping the F-bomb because she got excited didn't work. Look, we are in a different world now. I know we're in a different world. Where we're it's all about it's all about dollars. It's all about toys. And, and there is no toys. That's the that's the problem. That's the game changer right there. Star Wars, not so much on the toys. Star Trek, not so much on the toys. Those two big franchises. That's the problem the that most. we don't have anymore of that. Mutz, don't you understand? I don't want to grow up. You don't want to be a Toys R Us kid? I am. Because that's Toys just, it's gone. Fine. <laughs> Fuck you and beat me right fucking punchline. I'm inebriated. I'm thinking a little slow, but you took my line. Fuck you. Look, the idea is this simple, plain and simple. Give us good quality entertainment. Please respect the arts. And I get sci fi is difficult. Again, I'm very happy that Joker got like, what, 11 Oscar nods? Yeah. That that's amazing, and yet I still haven't seen it because you told me this caregiving situations are bad. Yeah, well, I'm preparing you. 
I, I, I apologize by just like nineteen. Had someone <laughs> told you about uh, Kubo and the Two Strings? Had told you? Did that... Did you fucking watch that movie? Yes, yet? I have. I'm saying if someone had told that to you before you watched that movie, would you have seen it? No. You, I wept. I know you did. I take care of my mom. I know you did. And she's my last. Parent, I know. And I'm like, but that's where I just had someone did that God. before. Did that beforehand? Yeah, you would have not watched it. But because it, it, it's home, and not to say that it's effective, but sometimes that's a little too close to the to the heart. It, it is. I'm sorry. Right. I, I'm I'm going through a difficult situation with my life, dear listeners. I'm sorry. I, I just. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> not easy. And again, we're doing this podcast so that, you know, we want to have some joy in our lives, but sometimes we get really frustrated when the shit that we're watching. I'm like, I want to say. I fucking love this series. I cannot wait to see more of Picard. I can't, you can't say that. I can't it. say that. But I, I admit, because the uh, Entertainment Weekly article, because again, my, my, my gut stick reaction is cancel. Don't want to watch this anymore. Because it's, it's placation. And I get it. It's, it's Patrick Stewart's wet dream. And yet, Patrick Stewart, he's a great man. I respect him. He's a great actor. Hey, I got to see Macbeth when Fuck I was you. in New York. Hate you for that. You were on a flight. And, and my dear sweet fiance, ex fiance at this point, but like, just do you want to see this show? I'm like, I, I, it's $200 a, a ticket. I can't do that. And she walked in. It was a matinee on Sunday. She's like, it's 1850. You want to go? I'm like, yes. And I bought the tickets. And then I sent it to you while you were on your flight. Yep. You didn't respond. You never responded. Oh, you know why. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Got to see Patrick Stewart on stage on fucking Broadway doing like that. I, I had fucking nosebleed seats. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you fucking ate fucking New York pizza in a fucking airport. Well, coming from Miami, anything would have been better than what I'm The water's thinking. still <laughs> the there, dude. I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. But again... Maybe that's what it is. Because, and I'm not saying our lives are just pure shit, but sometimes because we are so, please be fucking good. Please lift us out of our doldrums that this has to hit. Look, And I think that could be a big part of why if this doesn't work, fuck, man, what do I have to look forward to? The Trump trial? You know, that's, I think that may be a big part of why we feel like such a letdown with shit like Monster, this. Monster, the idea is simply this. Life is falling down around us, but you have family to support and take care of, as I have my mom. Of course. And no matter what happens, you keep them happy, you keep them safe. And even if if bad things are happening, you fucking hold them tight and say, it's going to be fine. And you make them believe that. You and I are looking at the outside world, and it's terrible. Of course. Because we're we're self-aware, it's difficult to pay bills and make monies. We have to make the best choices. But sometimes when you turn on the TV or go on the internet, it's like, just entertain me. Take me to a different world away. And when it fucks up on you, are like, no. Right. I am not going to put more money in the fucking magic machine right. to fucking satisfy me. Right. Just, oh, my God. I'd rather go back to my fucking sequest. Because at least I know this is garbage and it's not going to get better because I know in season two, they go off into space and they come back and replace Roar Shider with with Michael Ironside. 
Still doesn't get any better, but still, I get it. But watching the card episode, remember it's again the second time today. I began to think maybe we're being too harsh. And, and we can't help but be harsh because we're doing rough times. Right. But the idea is this is escapism. But the problem with Picard is like, yeah, we're not going to let you escape yet. Yeah. Watch three more episodes or four more episodes. Right. Uh, but yet the thing is like, we like the actors. Well, um, the actor. <laughs> let's, let's be clear. It's the actor. One singular sensation. Every little step he takes. He wasn't da, in da, that da, photo da, 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 da. when you were at Dragon Con. He wasn't there. It no. was Worf. No, 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 no. It was Marine Sardis. It was uh, Gates McFadden, Brent Spider, and Michael Dorn. All there at. All not sure what you're going to dinner. They're like looking around. I was like, "Where do you want to go?" No, no. They, I, they just, I think they just came out of dinner because Gates was holding her her baggie of food or whatever, and I'm like. I can't believe I'm this close to seeing the next generation cast, all of them, except for Patrick Stewart. But in all fairness, except for LeVar Burton, I've seen all the next generation cast. So And even more of Denise Crosby. But that's not the point. The point is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's because I love Next Generation and I have a fondness for that show. You love the idea of this. It it gave you hope when you had nothing. Right. And it Showed you new ideologies and and story ideas. They expanded your your dreams as a writer. Right. It. it Whereas, because we know a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes, a lot of stuff is going on that's terrible. Regarding, maybe this may not hit. We may not get section thirty one after this. We not, may not get. Season three of Discovery. Who the fuck knows? But there's so much writing on the success of the CBS All Access stuff that's ridiculous at times. It's it's chickens in one basket. Right. It's all your eggs in one basket. But the thing is, it doesn't affect us. The idea that we have to do is just be entertained and watch if we want to. We get to choose, Monty. Right. That ain't bad. I don't know. But... In any case, because we've been going on this too long, but it's only one fucking episode. We have better stuff to look at. We have. I still have to show you Watchmen. I rewatched the first episode and I fucking loved I it. I hear it's great, right? And yet no one watched it because it's behind that paywall. Well, that's HBO. And in fairness, HBO, you have an expectation because they have other shit there too. You did Game of Thrones. Oh, but then you disappointed with season eight. Yeah, we get that. No, because I was not an ardent fan with that. So a casual fan, yeah, it was fine, but I understand it rushed through, and I felt that because you could definitely expand that last season to two. But I got lucky with that too. I didn't care about it. Right after my friend, that was like, "You'll love this show." I'm like, "Can I watch the show?" She's like, "You want to watch the show? Come sit down yeah. here. Let me dust up the cushion." And I watched seven or eight seasons of that, and then the last season, she's like, "This didn't happen. Erase this from your memory." I'm yeah. Like, so I mean. We all have our passions. We all love our stuff. Mm. But we get to that point. It's like, well, how come you love this thing you used to love, but not anymore? Well, it's because it's like when you know a band that is kind of like underground, that you knew about it like five years before everyone else, and then as soon as it becomes big, everyone loves it, and it's like, oh, fuck them now. You don't want them to sell out, but I don't want to say that Picard is a sellout either. 
But Next Generation was an amazing thing for us. Even All Good Things is one of the few TV series enders that is still high on my list. It's one of the best episodes that I've ever watched. Yes, but I think the idea is they backed me in the corner. Do you want to give me money or not? I will give you your money. I, 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 I again, I watched the, the, the show and my initial knee-jerk reaction was canceled. Right. But watching the second time with you and calming down, because there was a lot of expectations for this show, I think. Uh-huh. And again, I would be so much happier. Don't do the mystery shit. Just have Picard go on a bender and just, hey, I wonder what, 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 John, what, what Liam Riker is doing. Right. And Troy, how is you? How are, how are you doing? Do you have a child? Uh, visiting Jordy, a wharf. That would have been enough for me. Just a travelogue. Even though it's not entertaining, it would have been fine with me. Right. But you can't, that's not good television. No, it's not. But I would have been happy with that. But this is okay. The thing is that I'm like, all right, I'll follow you through your convoluted, strange ass bitch situation with Maddox. Again, the, 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 the friend of Data who tried to recreate it, who tried to shut him down the first season. I'll follow you through that, but you didn't pay this off. We'll be pissed because it's only 10 episodes. So we'll see what happens. It's been renewed for season two. Yeah, and, and Patrick Stewart... And please, Guinan, come back. Went on The View and says, you know, I want to give you a formal invitation. Guinan, would you join me on season two? I'm like... How can you say no to that? I know you wanted the middle square on the Hollywood squares, but how can you say no to that? <laughs> so let's talk about this again at the end of the season. And let's see how... The show fares. All right, so that's going to be the end of our Star Trek Picard. I still don't like Star Trek Picard because they didn't trek anywhere. Although it was amazing. Star Trek across, across the, the universe. universe. Always going forward. Always going reverse. Clink us off the starboard bow. Starboard bow. Starboard bow. Life, Jim, but as we know it. Wow, that was terrible. You see, and where's that for the discovery? There's none. There's nothing like give that. Give it time. Give it time. No, I don't want to give it time. Where's my muffin, Matt? So we're done. So again, we'll watch the series. We'll talk and about this. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> yes, but I thought I should go into What about command? command? We'll <laughs> see. All right. So, Gene, thank you very much for uh, joining on this podcast about Picard. An honor and a privilege, sir. And uh, I hope you guys, uh, please, would love to share your thoughts with us. Oh, please. Just even mess with our heads. They just like, <laughs> let's just play with them. Like, it, whatever. Just, yeah. Anything. I mean, if you loved it, great. I, I Really, trust me. I'm not being facetious here. I really want to know what you guys are thinking out there about this. Because, again, we live in our own little bubble and luckily, I, I found someone else that kind of has similar thought process. And not to say that that's our point of view, but again, the whole thing about this podcast is that it's science fiction from a certain point of view. This is ours, and I want to hear from other people so they can talk about this, begin with dialogue about this, and, and just the shoot throw out a message in a bottle. I'm trying to think of the rest of the lyrics. Message in, in the bottle. bottle. Thank you. All right. So on that note, 
Remember to follow me on the various social networks. Oh, and I finally took pictures of my curio cabinet. That I oh, it's guys. amazing. It is. And yet you have very few figures. You have very few Marvel figures. I don't have any well, Star no, Wars figures. I did not display the Marvel figures. Let's cl- clarify that. Because I did two windows of Star Trek, one of DC, one of Star Wars, and the Godzilla and King of Dora, I'm going to have to fix that because I had... The I, strange pajamas in the background. That like, was me. Because it's a mirror. I'm like, I'm trying to take a picture of me yeah, not being in the picture. And I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. At least I'm during Batman pajamas. But you don't want to see that. But you can find it on my Instagram page. So I can follow me on that. Follow me on Facebook or wherever you follow me. on Wherever. I don't care. But email me at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. So thank you for listening to us on the Monster Sci-Fi Show. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. Night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Public store which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.